Blog Talk Radio. Minister Derek Tucker this afternoon. Yes. 
He needs to, he needs your touch, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We lift you up and magnify your holy, most gracious name today and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> So what I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, we gonna have fun uh, this Christmas. Kiera said. <laughs> It's gone. 
Crimmer. <laughs> Mayor Crimmer. That's how you know. Yeah, That's hey. how the people back in the in the backwoods of the dirt roads of uh, Georgia say it. Crimmer. Uh, Y'all had no, a good Crimmer. Y'all back, had a good no. Crimmer. That's not in the backwoods. That's that's way out in front. No, that's in the backwoods on your road. On your road. On no, no, look, that's everyday language out here on the street. Hey, what you get? Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's not like some some old guy that, that that your mama never used to, you know, had at the house with one of them old hats on and a pimp daddy suit on to start passing by saying, How y'all quibble? How are y'all quibble? Bless y'all. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 quibble. Yeah, yeah, I do it. That's that James Proud song, right? <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah, what, man, got for me today. I know did you look up in the did you have any news for the glorious gospel vibes listeners today? Well you know good news. It's been a good it's news. been a very interesting week. Uh I came across some stuff here. Uh you know kind of raised some questions but anyway um some time ago John P. T was ministering in uh, Los Angeles and while he was ministering, he had Tone, you know, the gospel artist Tone. Right, uh, Tone. Well, his name is mm-hmm. Anthony Williams, uh, Tone. Everybody knows Tone. Mm-hmm. You know, he did the song, Make Me Over. Right. Um, at one point, you know, Drift, you know, he was kind of out there as far as his Drift. But um, right. recently, most known for coming out of the closet, you know, admitting that he was, he was gay. Right. But anyway, um, I guess somebody, a preacher, took issue with the fact that John P. T. allowed him to come on stage and sing with him. So John P. T. took a shot back at him, and uh, it was kind of interesting. But anyway, let me read it here. Um, yeah, how do you business? He says, first of all, I really didn't get the inference, but I, but I'm real with mine. Normally, if it's about me personally, I laugh and keep it moving. But in this climate of church discouragement, I felt the need to respond. Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Williams, has been and always been a son of mine. I've known him for over 25 years and was honored to have him in fellowship with me in L.A. Beloved, I'm not from your religious cupcake wounds where you prophesy on stage and do as you please when the cameras are not on. I'm concerned as to what the role of the New Age church really is. Is it deliverance we really seek or are we still trying to create a body of religious Sadducees and Pharisees that that kiss up to our denomination? I've always taught that Christians struggle with two scriptures, 2 Corinthians 6 and 17 and Matthew 28 and 19. I don't struggle with it at all. I'm sure of my calling, Romans 8 and 28. So simply, so I simply suggest that you old secret closet she bear stay quiet and back away from me because I'm not from the new era where you act as if you don't get it. I've been a a true soldier in the gospel industry for over 35 years. Google me. I was on the conference circuit for years, and I've witnessed things that almost made me leave the church. But I realized very early my deliverance from the street was wrapped up in Jesus, not the same. I'm appalled and disgusted at the hypocritical state of the church. The best thing for me to do is stop now while I'm ahead. 
Lastly, I prayed a simple prayer before I surrendered to ministry. It was very simple. Lord, send me everyone the church kicks out or rejects, and I'll teach them your way. I've committed myself to this over 30 years, and I'm very happy to say God has used me to witness to millions of hurting people throughout the world. So when you write about your posts, blogs, lies, or entries, be advised. Please keep me and my family far away from your filth. You know who and what you are, and trust me, this ain't what you want. Humbly submitted, Pastor John. P.S. Tell your wife to stop calling me on the church fax line. Well, I'm talking about. <laughs> look, hey, I like what uh, he said. I don't know about y'all. Look, all I can say is tap your neighbor and say he got a little thug in him. <laughs> <laughs> he got a little what? A little thug in him. All right. I, I mean, what you think, Mister Low? You have any comments on that? Well, maybe she maybe she stepped out of the studio for a minute. Okay, listen, I agree with him. You know, I mean, it's a lot of lot of stuff going on, and people don't tell everything that they do, but they want to back and judge everybody else. And nobody, t- the Bible teaches us to uh, draw them in, not kick them out. Right. And that's why I agree with him on that. You know, we're not upholding what he does, and you know, behind closed doors or whatever. But what I'm saying is, how is he going to come out if we don't issue him out, if we don't help him out, you know? If we just keep pushing well, the, them away, they're going to stay in their mess. The, well, the, well, the thing I can appreciate um, when he said, you know, it's simple. Send me everybody the church kicks out or rejects, and I'll teach them your way. He didn't say, send me everyone the church kicks out, I'll accept them. He just said, I will teach them. I will sit, right, way. teach so well, did he say I would teach them or he will send them? Right. He said he's not saying he's going to accept them. He said I will teach them your way. So all the leaders, all the people that the church judged and all the people that, you know, considered, you know, different or whatever, he said, send them my way. I'll teach them. And lastly, he said, and this is what you want. <laughs> See, this I, I don't know what this mess is that's going around, and it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and it's worse. Church people are beginning to stomp their nose and turn up to everybody, and then they still not, all of them not in the church. They come out of the church and just feel like, okay, I've gotten what I need, and so now I'm going to stand out here and judge everybody else that's trying to get in. It don't work like that. That's not what well, God understand. This is it's, not what Jesus came for. Just what you mm-hmm. said. You, you see, you have church people and you have saved people. It's a difference. Hmm. In church people, you know, you get you know, you get the messy, you get, you know, the gospels, but when you get saved people, then you start looking at it a little differently when you're saved, not just a church not just church folk. But you know, church folk keep up all kind of stuff. It's a difference. Uh-huh. Well, one thing I know, when you when you accept Jesus into your life, you are blessed and highly favored. Yeah. Clark Sisters is coming at you right now. Y'all give y'all a little something to think about before you come back on there. Ah. He brought me through hard trials. He 
blessed and highly favored. Oh, yes, are you part of this wonderful blessing of grace? Are you part of it? Have you accepted Jesus into your life? Have you? Because this is something that is no time to play. We ain't got no more time. We don't have no more time. We got to know him. That's right. No more time to fool around. I realized something. I said, well, what? You know, I looked at my life, my own life, and I'm like, it seemed like I was living it, but it seemed slow, but it was really going like it was on speed. Mm-hmm. It went by so fast because I'm looking like, okay, well, what did I do when I was in my 30s? What did I do when I was in my 20s? You know, you're thinking about now, all the stuff, and I'm like. Now, we know your 30s was a long, long time ago. No, no. that's a, see, You see, I went backwards. I didn't go forward just to let you know, Mr. Man, that uh, <laughs> I'm still young, baby. <laughs> you see, yeah, I know you was waiting for me to say, I wonder what I did in my 40s. I wonder what I did in my 50s. Wonder, you thought I was going to keep going to my 60s. You know, I ain't going all up in there. I, ain't, I, I don't know nothing about so all the that. Well, the 40s was, was, was a long time ago, but the fetters, your 30s was a long, long time ago. You're wrong, and you're wrong about that. You're wrong. You sure are. I'm frozen bell bottom. <laughs> Let me give you some Christmas cheer. Let me play another <laughs> Christmas song because you need some Christmas cheer. Holy one of Israel. Smoking Norfolk. Oh, holy night. Yes, sir. I like that, fella.
Halloween, we spend money we don't have on things nobody wanna need. <laughs> we uh-huh. got presents and wrapping paper, tape and food. We spend so much money. So many people are borrowing money, getting loans. We're borrowing money. Mm-hmm. To, to pay it back. You know, we need to just kind of break that mold this year. We need to make something. Make a power cake or take it to the elderly or visit someone that's lonely. Do something meaningful. Come on now. Uh, 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 uh. Well, well, Lois, I'll go a little further. You're taking yeah. out loans uh, for money you can't pay back, so you start the new year off in debt. New year off in, in debt and worryation. Worryation. Yeah. Wondering where you going to get all of these finances from to come, to, to pay back. To Where you going to get it from? You're going to borrow from Peter and pay Paul, Johnson, and everybody else. You know, it, it, it's sad, and, that, and it has almost become a tradition. 
in um in our lives to well it's all right. Well I know what I'm gonna have to do in January, so I'm just gonna go on and just splurge and do what I gotta do and like it like it's Pardon mandatory. Pawning yes. your car title. Pawning your wedding ring. Yeah. Oh he I don't need the wedding ring because he ain't the right no way. We he ain't the right I I get I get that wedding ring back like no later. He probably ain't gonna realize it's gone. You done you done pawned your car to go uh Black Friday shopping. <laughs> They spend fifty dollars on your gift. They expect you to get spend fifty dollars on them. Oh, or more. oh, and don't don't come in there with nothing from Dollar Tree, Dollar Store. Oh, oh no, oh. If I you might look. Back at- <laughs> look, the unsaved might come out. What? <laughs> no, she did. No, yeah, she that's did. it. <laughs> Now you know that's, that's ridiculous. Now, I I could have kept this money in my pocket. I ain't have, I ain't have to go and uh. It's that I. You know. <laughs> Sister Peppercorn says she got something to say about it. Oh no. <laughs> <Lord. laughs> anyway, come bless the Lord. She come kind of glory right here on glory. <laughs>
Minister Derrick. Yes, sister. Look here. I heard you talking about the Christmas holidays and and who gonna get a gift if it's from the dollar store or it's from a high store, you know that sell more expensive stuff. Well, I hope there's going to be no problem because Donna Stowe is where I go. Now, anybody got a problem with it? It's the thought that counts. That's what I say. What you say, Minister Lois? Hey, man, hey, man, he's going to so happy to hear you. the thought that counts. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. I like her. She's so sweet. She always say evangelist. Praise be to yeah. God. Well, the, the thought count when you have a dollar thought. It's a, well, it it don't have to be a dollar thought. There's no price on a thought. See, that's what I'm telling y'all people. These these ministers going into seminary coming out don't know nothing. They come out with the same stuff. They went in with worse off than what they went in with. And I don't know what Bible you read now. Your thought don't have a price, huh? Now, if, you, if it's thought got a price, you need to tell me what scripture that is. In scripture, toggle one and one. That's what I thought. So that means that is a unproductive brain cell count of Minister Tuggle. So y'all can imagine what he's going to be pumping out. So don't go there. We're going to pray for him so we can get some more yeah. uh, brain cells, healthy brain cells to populate in his mind. And in his Thou brain. shalt not have a thoughts. That's right. That you shouldn't have the dollar thought. Praise be to God. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce an independent gospel artist. Well, she's been on before. Teresa Morton. She been I, I'm telling you, a good world while you know, and she got uh, a lot of CDs out. But this particular song is called "What Is This." What is this that the seminary kicking out? What I want to know. Why is this that these ministers come out with talk about your thought? It has a price. What is this? This Lord, I just want to know. All I know is the one that this is Jesus. That's all I know. Praise be to God. <laughs>
Lord tried Jesus. Ah, Kimberly Hampton, independent gospel idol. That's all you got to do. Hey, let me tell y'all, Sister Vangelis Peppercorn had to run up out of here. She remembered that she left, she said, her rubber duck hit the ceiling upside down cake in the oven. (laughs) I just had to put that on there. You know, I asked her, what is the rubber duck coming? That's her business. Wow. <laughs> I just had to put that on there, you know. I just... Rubber duck hit the ceiling. Okay, those two kind of guys. I mean, a lot of stuff hit my mind when I hear when I hear all that kind of stuff. I knew something wrong with her. I knew it. I knew something wrong with her. I, I knew. I knew. I knew something. I did. I knew something wrong with her. I I I, I really did. I, I did. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, praise be, praise be to the Lord. I tell you, uh, right now we're gonna have Inspiration Corner. <laughs> Mister, Mister Lord, you all right? I'm okay. Woo. Good evening out there in Radio Land. Evangelist, <laughs> the Minister Derek Hustle, and Evangelist Peppercorn. <laughs> We're so glad to come to you one more time. We're going to talk about today, God is a God of second chance. The Bible says that God is a God of mercy and compassion, and that his mercies are new every morning. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Maybe you're completely in your back to God. And now you're backslidden, living without the peace of God in your life and the joy of salvation you knew has become dim. But God is a God of second chance, and he will forgive your sins and clean your slate. Some of you, God has been trying to get your attention. He saw that you were straying from the faith. Something had to happen in order to get you back on track. Some of you may have lost your job. He said, I told you to come to me. You may have lost your car. He said, I told you to seek my faith. You may have lost your home. He said, still you turned your back and went the other way. Seeking ways on your own instead of consulting me. I had the answer. I was waiting on you to call me. Prayer changes things, things. No matter how small or big the problem, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. God is a forgiving God. God is a problem solver. God is a heart fixer, and he's surely a mind regulator. He's waiting just to bless you with outstretched hands. Tell it to Jesus. He'll understand. If you fall down, get back up. Go and sin no more Like the woman that was about to be stoned but Give it to Jesus Don't worry about your enemy For he that is without sin Let him cast the first stone Go ahead on back to church And take your rightful place Don't let the devil drive you Don't let him take the wheel Don't let him direct you Or your joy he'll steal Resist the devil And he will flee from you Draw nigh to God And he will draw nigh to you Stop riding so high and mighty, thinking you all that. 
thinking more of yourself than you ought, for God is not pleased. But humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. None of us are perfect, but we must live in a way that is pleasing to God. For we all have fallen short of the glory of God. So get on up. Dust yourself off. Turn yourself around and go back to God. He's waiting on you. He has the answer. God is a God of a second chance. And his son, Jesus, paved the way. For he said in his word, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Let us draw nigh, draw nigh to him. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. I advise you, if you have fallen, get with a strong saint today. Someone that will pray with you. The word says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. God is a God of a second chance. And if you feel as though you have fallen from grace, come on and say this short prayer with me and get back to your rightful place and be about your father's business. Lord, I have fallen short. Come on, pray with me. I have fallen short, but not from your presence. I call on you today. To forgive my sins, blot out all my transgressions, and create in me a clean heart. Deliver me now, Lord. I give myself completely to you. Seed healing for my mind, body, and soul. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This is Minister Candy with your inspirational corner reminding you that God is a God of second chance. We was out in Goldsboro, North Carolina. A young lady came to our bus. There were so many people there until a lot of people couldn't even get in. We was almost to go to the stage. She said, Harvey, can I talk to you a minute? I said, yeah. Tears were in her eyes. She said, Harvey, my husband, my husband divorced me because I'm 75 pounds overweight. She said, Harvey, she said, I took slim fast. I took diet pills. She said, I got on the treadmill. She said, I got one on credit and I scuffled to pay for it. I just couldn't lose. By the time folks she could get through talking to me, they called us on the stage. I didn't even get a chance to know her name. But young lady, wherever you are, don't nobody know about this but me and you. But wherever you are, wherever you are, this song is for you. <clears throat> no matter how large, no matter how small, no matter how short, no matter how tall, no matter.
Oh, well, we had a wonderful time today here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in. I thank my my co-host and and my and my beautiful minister of inspiration, uh, Sister Candy. I praise y'all, uh, the Lord for all that He has done and all that He is doing with uh, the radio stations. And you all remember to tune in to us at the, on the Global Pope Gospel Show every. Sunday at 9 a.m. in the morning on your way to church. Tune in to WMQG 106.5 and 89, and I'm sorry, 89.7. Don't y'all forget, that's in the car. Don't you forget it now. I know that's right. Right here we going out with Israel Houghton on Oh, come, all ye faithful. Uh, we're going to take it on out with Christmas. We love you. God bless you. And have a beautiful, wonderful, blessed week. God bless. Peace. Peace.